calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Kevin, you are such a douche. And Bean, you are such a douche. On K-Rock. Cold Robin, we've got trouble. Let's put the fun in funeral. This is weird. He's seen your underwear? Oh, hiya, B-Man. Harley Quinn here. How do you like my new uniform? Face it, Tiger. You just met the ultimate Spider-Woman. Oh, it looks so lovely. Excuse me, Mr. Owl. Can you tell me how many licks does it take to... Opposite gender, Titans, go! I'm Tara. You do my voice. You don't sound like me. I'm versatile. I used to do this voice a lot. Yeah, I wish you'd seen it. And pretty Pegasus. That montage was exhausting. (laughs) And now you know why we are in awe of our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, the voice actress of our times, Tara Strong, in studio with us now on the Kevin Amin Show on K-Rock. Hey, Tara! Oh, hi, guys. That was awesome. There was one little mistake in there, Oh, no, what was it? Yeah, Arlene Sorkin was the original Harley, and you had her on there, and Ah. she is a goddess. So I came in um, during the video games, and now I do it. Pretty much full time, but, right. but everything uh, else was right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we had wanted to do a montage of all of your characters, it would be eleven thirty by the time it finished playing. <laughs> you have over five hundred acting credits, Tara. I like to say that I win IMDb. You do. You I may. Yeah. I do. win. Yeah, yeah. Is, is there anyone who has more IMDb credits than you? I don't. I don't think so. That's amazing. That is crazy. <laughs> wow. And I know that you get asked a lot of the same questions uh, a lot of the time about how to get into and how do you do it and how do you take care of your voice and all that. But the one story I've never heard you tell is how did you get started? Weren't you just a kid when you were Hello Kitty? Yeah. So I knew when I was four years old that I wanted to be a singer, dancer, actress. And I begged my parents to get me an agent. I grew up in Toronto and they didn't really know much about the business. And finally they got me one when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And I booked my first TV show, which was an on-camera show with Mr. T. And my first musical theater was Music Man and my first cartoon, which was Hello Kitty. And I didn't know that that was going to be primarily what I would do in my career. It was just in Toronto. I had a very well-rounded career. I still did on camera, which I do now, too. Sometimes I had a movie Mm -hmm. out last summer. But but that is mostly what I do. And I I didn't foresee that when I was when I was younger. But it's certainly so fun. (laughs) I can't complain. So how did anyone even think of because most people never think about voice actors, right? Well, I think they do now because of the internet. Well, yeah, maybe, <laughs> sure. not, maybe not. But, but, when, that? but yeah. when you were coming up, it's just it's amazing that somebody had the foresight to say, hey, in addition to the on-camera work, let's just take advantage of Tara's voice and try to find her some work that way. I mean, that's super smart that they even thought of that. Yeah, I think, I don't know that anyone ever saw it coming. Like I said, it was just another audition. It was another sh- production co-produced in Canada. Um, and that was lucky for me that I had over 20 animated series to my name before I moved here with American Co-Production. So it wasn't like I was just someone getting off the bus going, hey, I want to do voices. It seems like a pretty small community of people who do. It's really tiny. Do everything. Yeah. Yeah. I see the same 20 people everywhere I go. You do? Uh Uh-huh. 
So breaking into that business must be incredibly difficult. It's really, really hard. And so I have a problem with people, you know, charging a fortune for hopefuls and saying pay to audition. Never, ever pay to audition. I didn't know that was a thing. It's such a horrible thing. You have to pay them to audition? Yeah. And and people take advantage of kids that really want to get in. Hey, here, make this demo for $5,000 and do this. The only thing you should be doing if that's really your passion is taking acting classes, singing Mm -hmm. lessons, scene study, so that you, when you get into the booth, you're not intimidated and you're ready and you're prepared because if you're too nervous and you and you mess up, you'll never get another shot. <laughs> I can imagine that you're going to say all of them are special. They're like your children. But do you have a favorite voice? So that is true because mm-hmm. I don't know what horseshoe I was born under, but to get to play Harley and Batgirl and Raven and Timmy Turner and Bubbles and Twilight, like it, they're so iconic, these characters, and I feel so lucky. But when I... I don't know what little girl didn't love The Little Mermaid. Like, the per- the poster is still hanging in my childhood bedroom. Oh, really? And so shortly after I moved to town, I booked her daughter, and we worked on the sequel together. And singing in studio with Jodie Benson, I was like, bawling. Oh, wow. <laughs> totally fangirling. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I've just loved you for so long. So that has a really special place right. in my heart for The Mermaid, oh. too. Yeah. Teen Titans Go! And- has a crazy fan base, too, like so many of the other shows you've been on? In the movie also has... A hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. How right about now, that? Right? How <laughs> yeah. often does that happen? I've crazy. never seen it happen. And it's such a funny movie. It's so fun. I just saw it for the second time at the premiere and laughed even more. And it's 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 earning that that rating. It's just fun. It, it has to feel like you've done show movies, TV shows, whatever before, where you thought it was fantastic and the critics are like, mm. yes. <laughs> yes, that's happened many times. And that has to suck. But then you do something like this and they say 100%. You go, okay, well, that's what I think. I, I, I agree with you. The, the reaction has been overwhelming and really surprising and it's making us really happy because at first when we started doing the show, fans were hesitant because it wasn't the continuation of where we left off the original series, which ended at a crazy pivotal story arc. So people are like, wait, it's coming back, but it's not that, and they're TVs. 2006? Yeah. Is that when it was? I, something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. And so at first the fans weren't on board, but then I think because they kept the original voice cast, which was very clever, they, they ended up falling in love with us. And I think this is just going to propel that even further because it really is so funny. The songs are fantastic. They just released a video yesterday, and there's super fun um, you know, celebrity stars in it too, and obviously the original cast is my family, and it's just a great, fun time. All right, so the synopsis before we we let you go, Tara. The synopsis of Teen Titans, though, these are uh, not your A-list superheroes, <laughs> but they band together to make greatness happen. They really do, and it's so sweet. You know, Robin, who is the leader on the show, he's played by Scott Menville, who's absolutely brilliant and tireless, like, really, Raven just does this the entire time. And <laughs> he's, like, all over the place, and he really wants his own movie, and we're not big enough stars to have our own movie. And so the whole film becomes about that and really how you lose yourself when you get to Hollywood, which I've seen happen happened a few times and it's just an all-around fun good time and the teen titans are going on this adventure in hollywood but the and downside is it only got 100 percent of right you gotta deal with that tara let's not make it so long next time you came in all right okay really fun thank thanks you thanks for having me guys thank you it's kevin and bean on k-rock 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 q ali you brought our attention to an interesting study yesterday mm. about men and their hair. Yeah. What's going on? Apparently, bald men are more confident, attractive, and dominant than guys with hair. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. They showed a bunch of pictures to women, and that's what they were saying. 
The uh, University of Pennsylvania asked three groups of participants to rate certain photos of men according to character traits such as attractiveness, confidence, and dominance. Bald men won in a clean sweep. How about that? It doesn't matter who it is. No, not in this. It doesn't yeah. matter who it no, is. No, th- obviously they're not showing Jason I mean, Statham in The Rock. The picture mm-hmm. in the article is The of Rock. Of course so. it is. Okay, they're so. not going to show Doug. What's about his Doug? I don't know. <laughs> so now this is kind of interesting because, and look, I have a luxurious head of hair, as you guys know. <laughs> I have a tremendous mane. Um, mm-hmm. But there are probably a lot of bald guys out there, or maybe more correctly, people who assume that bald guys are lacking something by not having hair, that somehow that's a strike against them because they're bald. But it sounds like this survey is suggesting that, especially if you're trying to attract women, being bald may be a positive. Let me interject because it says these rules only apply if you're completely bald. The study found that guys with male pattern baldness or spotty patches of hair on their head were actually seen as weaker than those completely bald. And here's the thing. Dudes that have no hair. I feel like guys that are trying to cover up a little part of their hair, they're trying to overcompensate for some that's missing. You can totally tell. There's, you can totally tell. And there's, there's, a, I don't want to say a sadness about it. There's but a it's sadness like, about it. There's a sadness there about is. it. So shave it, dudes. If you are going bald and you're trying desperately to act like you're not, there's obviously a lack of self-confidence there. Now, Bean, but, what do I do? Muggs just walked in and took his position in front of a microphone. Do I turn I, it on? I Yes, you do, because I okay. asked Muggs to come in. All right. I didn't know but, that. Okay. Yeah, but, Kevin. But, Allie, before we get to Muggs, um, when you make that decision to shave off whatever hair you have left, aren't you then putting yourself in a now I have to shave my head every couple of days for the rest of my life? Is it possible that some guys don't do that just because it becomes a pain in the ass thing that now they have to keep up? Oh, no. How do hard they have to be? shave their head? Women shave their legs every goddamn day, Bean. <laughs> Muggs, um, you're a uh, a young, attractive, handsome, handsome man, but you're you're losing hair at an alarming rate for your age. Yeah, it's thinning out pretty good up up top. And it I, is. I'm cur- Thanks for saying up top. <laughs> I mean, it's not both. down below. It's, it's both. It's, it's plentiful fine down, down below. below. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all going there. <laughs> Ask Dave. Dave knows. Leaving his head. Um, what? No, never mind. And, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm currently fighting with the, the, the thinning battle, and I've used uh, topicals. I've used uh, medications, which have terrible side effects. My best man at my wedding uh, just fully committed and just recently just shaved all his Does hair off. Does he seem happier he and more confident? He seems happier, more confident. Would, he actually he, he looks good. Would See? he give a better speech now than he did yeah. at his wedding? Okay. Well, yeah, because he's a recovering alcoholic Gotcha. Now. Okay. Yeah. So, so Mugs, uh, have, you, have you given any thought to the premise of this, which is it's better to be bald than to have thinning hair? Is that something you've considered? Just shave I, it. I've considered it, however, I myself don't think I would look that great bald. I, I just don't. I've done it, and I look horrible. Yeah, but, I, but hold on, horrible. Kevin. I, I've heard you say that before. And horrible. Let's face it. Neither of us looked very good doing <laughs> right. it. But, but I think it's because it's a shock to see it for the first time. Right. And I think, honestly, a week in, people would not even remember what you look like with hair. Because the same thing happens when people grow a beard or a mm-hmm. mustache. It looks so weird at first. Yeah. And then you just get used to it. And you start to own it. And with that ownership of finally shaving your head, 
that confidence comes forth. I'm Because now you, you don't ever have to think about, oh, my God, my hair is thinning. What are people thinking as they look at me? That's gone. That's out. Like Ali says. All you need to think about is sunscreen. That's it. You should shave your head today right now. Uh, no. <laughs> right what's, now. No. What's stopping you? What's stopping you, Bugs? Um, I just, I, I'm not confident. Enough. I don't feel I'd be confident enough to, to rock it that well. I, I, and I, I'm scared. Do you feel like you're confident in rocking what you have? Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. And, and, and I wasn't I'm, expecting and, that and, answer. And I'm almost to the point where, uh, I'll, I'll, you remember, uh, Bill Murray in the first Ghostbusters, he had that little like patch. It's like the thinning cul-de-sacs in the. I'm sure, almost sure. to. I'm almost to that point. So if it goes to that point and past that, shave it. Yeah. Shave it. Shave it. I think I might. Shave it. But I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to not today. I'm trying every kind of topical that they have out on the market. But you've right been now. trying that. Well, I, shave it uh, today. No. Today, Muggs, do you no. honestly think? There is something out there that is going to suddenly start you sprouting new hair. Yeah, you've started. You've tried well, everything. No, there there are uh, products not that like grow your hair, but they stop this thinning process. They um, they stop the, pretty much the follicles from dying out, and it keeps your your hair where the it hair is. that you do have yes. that keeps it there. So I think if I use them more regularly, shave it, oh, shave it, shave it, shave it. I don't Today, know, guys. I don't know. We could have it done in like five minutes. <laughs> you have what, clippers? What about what Ali no, we'll is saying? <laughs> what about what Ali is saying about how women find bald men charismatic and attractive and confident? There's so many positives that go along with it. Good for them, but. I, I just don't. Again, I think it depends on the person. Oh, it definitely depends on the person. But, I mean, this study that they did, the bald men won across the board a clean sweep. They were seen as more confident, attractive, and dominant than guys with hair. Across the board. And here's the best part of this. Men with shaved heads fare better economically in negotiations. So if you're up against a bald dude for a job... Head on home, Muggs. Really? Head on home. Wow. Yes. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's involve some of our listeners in this discussion, shall we? Now, do we want to hear from from guys who have done both? Guys who have been hairs? I think sure. so. Yeah. Hair, guys with hair and now are bald and tell us uh, the differences. And let's also hear from the ladies and find out if they agree with this uh, this study that the bald men they find more attractive. So I think we're looking for both of those. We want to hear your opinion Shave on it. both. Shave it! Shave <laughs> it! At the end of it, I think we Facebook Live mug shaving off his hair. Yes, I think that's yes. what I'm talking about. Here. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. All right, let's get Beer Mug back in here because we got a lot of guys who are right or used to be where Beer Mug is right now, and they made their decision, and they love it. Can let's I try. just yes. say something real quick? Matthew, Matthew Teague tweeted, and he said, my wife calls me Sex Luther since I shaved. <laughs> nice, Matthew. <laughs> Sex Luther. Why don't we start with, uh, let's start with Lily. She's in Boyle Heights. Let's get a woman's point of view on this. She's on line two. Lily, thank you for calling. Thank you for holding on. What's going on with you? I am married to a bald guy. Yes. Okay. And hello, can we not forget about The Rock? Right. Vin Diesel. Right. Right. But here's the thing. Most of us don't look like The Rock or Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. Right. Neither does your husband, by the way. No, neither is my husband, but. But you love it. I do. I love it. I love Rubbing him and him being bald. Yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah. Go on. Does <laughs> the right. carpet match the there. grapes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> hey, Lily needs a moment. <laughs> Lily, I, I have to ask, did he have hair when you guys okay, first uh, got together? No, he um, He's always he was been playing bald. football. He was okay. playing football, so he had to be bald. 
So we made a bed one time. What, 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 team, what, what team was he on that they made him be bald? What, what do you mean he had to be bald? Was he in an alopecia league? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank You're you for the, the call. We dumbest team. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Alec. He's in the alopecia league. I have to see it. <laughs> Alec is on line one. <laughs> he, uh, he got to where uh, at the point that Muggs is at now. Let's find out what he did. All right, Alec. Hi. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, thank hey, you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was pretty much, dude, I was like 18, and I had hair that was like 18 inches long, super thick. I mean, people were always trying to touch it. By 19, my hairline looked like, like it was running away from my face like it was Michael Myers. That thing was running back. What happened uh, in that short amount of time? <laughs> it was, I think from what I'm hearing, it's just my genes. A lot of my uh, a lot of my people on my mom's side, they all lost their hair. But Could I, have been was, in that semester abroad at Chernobyl. <laughs> Oh my God! What's I it's a valid question. I mean, I shaved my head after about three years of trying to shave it, and uh, I mean, it worked out, dude. I mean, I was in Vegas shortly after I shaved my head, and the cashier that was ringing me up, she's like, "Oh, where's all your hair?" I was like, "Oh, I had to shave it off. It was just kind of running away." She's like, "Well, it was a good move." Alec, right. there you go. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Give me some okay. more chips, uh, Alec. I have a question, Alec. Uh, do you have a big nose like I do? Have you I seen do, my schnoz? Yeah, he does actually. Good, he said, okay, okay, think of Triple H. My okay, nose is probably almost him. Okay, okay, I got All right. it. All, All right. right, thank you, Alec. Appreciate that. Let's try George West LA up next, line three on the Kevin Beat Show. Hey, George. Hey, guys, how you doing today? Good, thank you. Where are you on this so, uh, this bald yeah. controversy? Uh, no, I'm go for it, man. I, I mean, I understand mugs. It's it's uh, it's tough at first, but it's like you know, like when you go into a pool, you know, the water feels cold, but if you jump in, it all gets better. You know what I mean? Just tear the so, band-aid right off. Yeah, yeah. We but can do it that way if you way, want. The way, the way that I approached it, <laughs> the way that I approached it was I gradually started, like, just the, the – my haircuts would just get closer, you know, as far as the – like Right, shorter and shorter, shorter. Yeah, shorter and shorter. And that, it kind of takes away the, the shock value of people – one day you have hair and one day oh, you don't. Smart. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. a good idea. That's really smart. You, you ease your friends and family into you deciding to be bald. I like George, that. are you now? Exactly. Are you now more confident? Well, I, nope. I, All I, right. I, no, no, no. I, no, no, no. I want to say I didn't want to come off as as uh, you know. Are you more confident? Yes. I, I always felt I always felt that I was pretty confident. So I guess that's part of what helped me. At least accept it, but mm-hmm. okay. you know, it, All is right. what it, it is what it is. Yeah. That's true. Well, I can't, can't argue with that. It literally so is what it is, right? All right, thank you very much. Um, let's do one more. Let's make it Megan Redondo Beach. Give a, uh, give a lady the last word, shall we? All right, Megan, hi. So I have to admit I've been on Bumble way longer than I'd like. Okay. And you see guys that rock the bald for sure, mm-hmm. and the ones that – you know, that are always trying to cover it up or their pictures, they're trying to not, you know, they're trying to hide it. They're wearing a baseball hat, such... Dodgers baseball hat or something like that, Muggs. <laughs> Who's wearing that? <laughs> Go ahead. You got to rock it. You got to own it. And, and I mean, Muggs was already saying he wasn't confident enough to shave it. That, I mean, get some balls. Do it, dude. Get, get some, some balls. balls. Yeah. Get some shave balls. it. Shave it. Get shave it. Shave it. Get some balls. Too much. Too much. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K O Q. Q. The uh, farting security guard is back in the news. You guys remember Paul Flart? We were talking about him last week. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
He was on the Kevin Bean Internet Roundup. He was a guy who on Instagram was working as a security guard at a Florida hospital. Wait, it was in Florida? What are the chances? A hundred percent. And he discovered that there was good acoustics around the lobby in the front desk. So once he heard that, he said, oh, I need to start uh, recording these. These are too good to waste. What are these, Bean? Uh, farts. His yes. Farts. Yes. Uh, here's a little bit of what that video sounded like that put him on the Roundup last week. Okay, I think we all know what parts are. So it's like three minutes of him sitting down two seconds at a time to make a fart and go about his business. And it won't surprise you. (laughs) We got it. Understood. It won't surprise you that once that video went viral and people were able to see the name on his uniform of the security company that he worked for, it Mm. was pretty easy to track him down at the hospital where he worked. So he got fired. Right? You I sound mean, very disappointed, Allie. Well, when I did this story last week, it really bummed me out that this man is bringing joy. He's just <laughs> farting. That's it. He even switched up his diet. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. he had a, a real, dare I say, dry spell. And, <laughs> and so decided to do some research, found out what foods he had to eat to keep the farting back up. Right. And it, he changed his diet. He's like he's like an athlete. That's dedication. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Uh, I'm not he positive is, he's an athlete. He is a big proponent of flaxseed. That's what uh-huh. he's sharing with his followers. His flaxseed is the way to go. So him. he not only got fired, but he uh, continued to entertain the world by recording him getting fired. When he showed up for work after this thing had gone viral, they were waiting for him in the parking lot. His real name is Doug, by the way. He moved down to Florida from New Jersey to help his mom out and then took this job as a security guard. So here's Paul Flart, a.k.a. Doug. Here he is finding out, and he wasn't surprised at all, that he was losing the job. So we're going live. About to get fired from my job, probably. Let's find out. What's going on? Nothing much. Listen, we need to talk, man. Yeah. There's a bunch of pissed off people here. Okay. Okay. What are you doing? I'm recording, sir. Why are you recording? Take it off. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. You're not going to record me wearing that uniform. I'm not recording you, sir. I'm recording me, sir. Okay, you can. Okay, so he was recording himself. All okay. you can see is him. All right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see anyone else or the place or anything. Else. Turn it off. Okay. Well, so you're firing me anyway, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, so I'm going to keep. But you need to turn it off. I don't... If you're going to fire me, I'm done. Okay. So I can and... just walk out of here right now, and then if that's it. Okay. I mean, if you guys are going to fire me, like, okay. what's. Well, you do realize that you're on a client's property. Yeah. Wearing our uniform. Hundred percent. I'm not going to argue the facts okay. of All you right. getting. Yeah. You know. That's that's what thing. Now, yeah. again, it's come to our attention that you've recorded yourself in our uniform. Yeah. On the client's property. Never showing any logos or anything. Okay. You can. I'm not going to argue okay. with that. That's, that's for fine. an attorney. That's fine. Um, hey, here's you your, your write up. Uh, first of all, Paul Flart needs Allie as his attorney because he is not – forget uh, fighting for your job. He understands mm-hmm. why he's being fired. He should at least be pointing out the joy that he's bringing to the world. Thank you. He I didn't mean, bring he, that up. Yeah, he's not even saying, what about the millions of people that I made happy? Do you ever think about them? Right. Why do you care more about your stupid company than you do about the, right. the happiness of the world? What about my training that right. went into this? <laughs> right. right. I'm an athlete. Thank you. Here's your, your write-up. Okay. You can read it. If you dis- if you want to dispute it, there's plenty of room down here, or on the back side that I left for you. Okay. Okay. So if you want to dispute it, that's fine. Um, I have asked you to stop recording. You're refusing. Um, so what I need you to do is go ahead and read that. Okay. So 
Let me see this real quick. Can I not see this? No. Okay. An unusually high amount of time. Okay. I think 75 times would account as Three-second videos, though? It doesn't matter. Okay. 75 times using something that you knew that you shouldn't be using. Okay. He was using his b-hole. Thank you. <laughs> You're supposed to use your b-hole. Agreed. That's right? right? So, I mean, that's fine. All right. Do you wish to sign? No. Okay. I mean, it's it's irrelevant, you know, at this point, for sure. Okay. Good luck. That's it? Yep. We're all done here? Yep. That's it. We lost the job, guys. That's it. I need the badges, please. Uh, yeah, sure. You can have this. I'll drop the shirts off to George. Uh... Stop recording while you're on this property. Uh, I'll if leave. The, I'm just gonna leave the property. That's fine. That's fine. So but stop recording now. Okay. While you're off the property. Until um, you're off the property. All right. So that's it, guys. You are on private property. That's it. We're done. Yeah. We'll continue in the future. Dude. Please stay tuned. Thanks, guys. I'm asking. Appreciate all of you. We're done, brother. Okay. Why is that guy he's so uptight about the about the recording. Here's the thing. I feel let down. Let down. By Doug. Why? How did he not let one rip that whole time? That would have been spectacular. <laughs> the best. I just have one more thing to say. Sure. That would have been spectacular. That would have been the, that would have been the best. He right. does say by the way that he has uh, plans to keep going as Paul Flart. I mean, now that he's famous, you know, he's famous forever. But mm-hmm. imagine she, he moved down there to take care of his mother, right? Yes. Mom, listen. I lost my job. Why? <laughs> I recorded myself farting. What? Can you imagine that conversation? We're going to keep making content. Mm-hmm. We can do Paul Florida on vacation, you know, throw in like a Hawaiian shirt or a hat of some sort and then just go around Florida farting. We're going to keep going, he says. He also has a Patreon page where people are donating to him to, quote, facilitate his goal of surviving on farts and being able to continue making the content that makes all of you so joyous and happy. I think you guys know what I'm thinking, and that is Paul Flart 2020. Right? Right? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News. A little uh, respite from the uh, onslaught of bad news that we see every single day. Alan McKay, why don't you go up first today? Uh, Mine has to do with a picture that you might have seen. It went very viral of a young woman at a Waffle House. She's one of the servers there that took the time to cut up the food of an elderly man that apparently was struggling with the food in front of him. Um, A woman posted online, I don't know her name, but I heard the elderly man tell her that his hands don't work too good. He was also on oxygen and struggling to breathe. And without hesitation, she took his plate and began cutting up his ham. This may seem small, but to him... I'm sure it was huge. I'm thankful to have seen this act of kindness and caring at the start of my day while everything in the world seems so negative. If we could all be like this waitress and take time to offer a helping hand. And it's it's such a beautiful picture of her just reaching over and just cutting up his food for him, making his day a little bit easier. Well, that went viral. Hundreds of thousands of people saw it and they began tagging. Ebony Williams, who is an 18-year-old girl from Galveston, Texas. And then city officials got involved, and they proclaimed with Williams at a press conference that March 8th was declared Ebony Williams Day. 
And then they brought out the president of Texas Southern University, who gave her a $16,000 college scholarship, which is why she was working at the Waffle House, was to raise money to be able to go to college. So just something as simple as an act of kindness. So many of us just overlook every single day. For that to have blown up and then benefited her in such a beautiful way, that is my great news. I love it. All awesome right, story. Michael, you're up awesome next, sir. Awesome story. Um, in 1980, a man by the name of Malcolm Alexander was put behind bars for life, a life sentence for rape that he claims from the beginning he did not commit. Uh, the Innocence Project believed him. And just in January of this year, he was released. He was put behind bars in 1980. He spent 38 years in prison for a crime that DNA evidence shows he absolutely, without a doubt, no ifs, ands, or buts, did not commit this crime. Oh, my God. During this time, behind bars, almost 40 years, he kept a very positive, upbeat attitude. One of the reasons why is for the last nine years, he's been raising a rescue puppy named In, short for Innocent. I named her in because I was innocent and she was too. I always would tell her day in and day out, one of these days, just be patient. One of these days in, we're going to get out of here. She Is this a, a, uh, a program in the prison where you're allowed to have a dog or did he get it smuggled in? No, many of many of these states have in the penitentiary a program where people can raise, well, you know, inmates can raise dogs and it, it's been shown to be incredibly therapeutic and, mm-hmm. and, and, and helpful. What um, state was this man in? This is in Louisiana. This is oh. actually... Uh, out so of curiosity... I'm in business then if I go to jail. Right. Out of curiosity, Bean, how does one smuggle in a dog to well, prison? Well, I, I was curious. That was going to be my follow-up question is how did he how did he keep the dog a secret from people who, you know, who work there in the prison? Okay. But it sounds like the dog was authorized, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I withdraw my line of questioning, okay. Your Honor. Malcolm. <laughs> a teacup Yorkie or something. I mean, you could think there's an orifice... Oh, oh my. Just saying, That's not what this feature's about. I'm just saying. Malcolm actually has April 22nd tattooed on his body. I wrote it on my body right on my heart. It's her birthday. I can remember her birthday better than I can remember my own. So, as I pointed out, after 38 years, the Innocence Project got this man exonerated, and he is released from prison back with his family. But the state of Louisiana agreed to let him take in with him. Oh, so now. Nice. He has his family, he has his dog, and he has let the things that have happened in the past, and I quote, I let what happened in the past be gone. Let's move on. Simple, he said. I'm surrounded by pure love. I have my family, I have my dog, and for that I am blessed. That is, in fact, great news. I didn't know until this weekend, but our old friend Mike Rowe, who you remember from the uh, the Dirty uh, dirty Jobs, that one was, Dirty mm-hmm. Jobs, right. Dirty Work? Great uh, great guy, one of the best voices in all of broadcasting. He has a YouTube series called Returning the Favor, where he spotlights compassionate individuals in the community who dedicate their lives to helping others. And he introduced me to an 82-year-old named Alton Thacker. You won't believe what he has been doing in his retirement for the last 16 years. Tiny Tim was a real person. We met him while we were in Mexico, and he was severely handicapped. And he taught us that if you want to be happy, you do something for somebody else. We started the Tiny Tim Foundation for Kids back in 1996, and it has been a a blessing to our lives. The average age of the people who work at the toy factory is 72 now, 
When a senior citizen comes in and they do something for a little person, they feel younger. The toys are made here locally and they go all over the world. Last year we gave away 85,000. To see the, the life light up just over a little block of wood with four wheels. It's sheer joy. So this is what he and the other retirees do there in a suburban Salt Lake City, Utah factory, is that the youngest, by the way, is 72 who works in the factory. The oldest is 93. And they go in there in their off time and they build little wooden toy cars that they then hand out in the community and around the world. And in fact, citizens can stop by and be handed a box of 100 toy cars if they're going on vacation to Costa Rica or something or to Mexico or to Poland or wherever they're going, take these toys with you and hand them out to little kids everywhere. This year, they will cross the one million toys mark. Is that unbelievable or not? It's incredible. So Mike Rowe tracked him down, and it's a very sweet episode. Again, you should definitely check it out if you can. the, The show is called Returning the Favor, and they put a surprise parade together for this guy, Mr. Thacker, where they had, you know, they declared it his day and everything like that. And they built, they took an AV, an ATV rather, and they transformed it so that it looks like one of his wooden toy tours toys and gave it to him so that he can drive it around in all the parades and stuff nice can imagine and they also paid his rent on the factory space for a year so they are it's a very sweet story so they are giving back to this man and his fellow retirees who are giving back so much i just love something as simple as just making a little toy car and handing it to a kid how much they both benefit on either end of that. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful, wonderful story and a wonderful man, too. And that's my great news. The Kevin and Bean Show. It's a total disaster. On K-Rock. Mugs is here because it's time for Cheers with Beer Mug. Hit it, Steve. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you... He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. Every uh, every uh, week to ten days or so, Muggs goes to his favorite watering hole in the valley, which once again, Muggs is where? Oh, Grady's. Bring mm-hmm. all the ladies. Yeah. And What's you have happening? <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, you go in there with a hard-hitting question and then ask uh, drunk people their answer. What was the question this week? Absolutely. Well, uh, about a month ago, you guys had the phone topic of uh, what you would do or what you would change if you ruled the world. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the... With all the craziness going on in the political climate right now, I wanted to get somebody who was ready and willing to make a change. So I decided to go out once again to O'Grady's and find that out. All right. Mine, of course, was stopping autoplay videos on the Internet. That's what I was going to yeah. do. Let's see mm-hmm. if uh, the people you talked to had ideas as good as that one. Uh, uh, all right. All right. Alex, a.k.a. Russian, where... Uh, are you? How drunk are you, Muggs? Yeah, I went from zero to 60 in about five minutes right when I got in the door. Everybody just starts handing me drinks. I don't. I, I can't turn it down. Yeah. You well, know? Uh-huh. Keep doing what you're doing, son. What would you do? What would be the one thing you would do if you ruled the world? If I ruled the world, you know, there's not a lot left to do. I guess I got to move on to Mars. Esther, Esther. Wait. That was his answer, by the way. Huh. Yeah. All, all the problems on Earth are all solved. It was too hard for me to figure out, so I just kept on moving on. Okay, okay. fine. Esther, Esther, what would you do if, what would be the one thing you would do if you ruled the world? 
adopt all the dogs and just release them on like an acre, 10 acres of land. That doesn't seem like enough. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to be real crowded. And who's going to feed them? I should have followed up. I mean, aren't there millions of dogs? Yes. <laughs> I have a lot of follow-up questions for O'Grady. <laughs> What's your favorite dog? A uh, Great Dane. It's like a mini pony. Yes, she needs. Can I ride your mini pony? Oh. Whoa! Hold on. Oh. Wait. What? Was that a little too forward? Can I ride your mini pony? Okay. It and sounds. Sounds Does like she, she have a mini pony? Maybe. Sounds or like do you want to F a dog? Can. <laughs> well, no. She said, of course you can. Yes. Wow. All right. Bug your head. I would make sure that every kid alive had a mom and dad. Jeez. I really would. That would be it. You're a good man, Ray. A lot of good, great people in O'Grady's tonight. You said, this is a very thoughtful crowd there to, that night, by the it way. It was. It was very touching. <laughs> I also yeah. have a follow-up question for that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is it our parents that we had that have passed and he brings them back, or do we right. get new parents? Because technically, <laughs> we question. all do have a mom That's and what dad. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds okay. like some follow-ups are in order. Uh-huh. If I ruled the world, I think I would legalize drugs. Can I give you the reason, though? Please. The reason is I think that when... You know, people should be convicted for their crimes, not for what they're on. And I think we waste a lot of money on people being in prison for being on drugs. You know what I mean? When they really need help. It would be sort of like uh, what they do in Amsterdam. And that seems to have worked out for that country, right? Okay, Muggs, Amsterdam's not a country. Oh, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's that a was city. But that was Judge Kavanaugh, right, that you were talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Muggs, do you know what country Amsterdam is in? Yes, Denmark. He said it so confidently. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to put, put 20 bucks down that you couldn't name the country that Amsterdam is in. What country is Amsterdam in, Muggs? <sighs> was it? I thought it was Denmark. Of course you did. Because we're talking about Copenhagen, right? Oh, man, I knew that. No, what I'm saying is no. Oh, no. no. Copenhagen oh is oh in God. Denmark. Oh. Amsterdam is in Holland. Holland. He just thought Copenhagen this is so This is really good. I need to go back to school. This is great. You know what? You know what? I don't think he's spending too much time in O'Grady's at all. I think he's doing the right amount. Yep. Do we even have time to get oh, back to the rest of it? I don't know if you beat that. <laughs> Holy crap. All right, let's do some more. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of criminal activity there. Oh, man. Uh, education free, health care free, and enough of these borders, man. Enough. We're all human. North America is all one. We're all human. <laughs> human nature. There is no religion. There I- is no right or wrong. There is no color. There's nothing. Just go about yourself. Just go about yourself. Yeah. By the way, I like the guy who says there is no right or wrong. What, yeah. are we living in the purge? <laughs> yeah, we're going to need RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Muggs, these people. What would be the one thing you'd do if you rule the world? World peace, but that includes feeding people, clothing people, giving them food and water. Take care of people, man. If I ruled the world, I would get rid of hate. That's that's a very, very good thing to want to happen. I'm here with Danky by Danky Danky. Danky Danky. Huh? What would be the one thing you would change if you ruled the world? The one thing I would change if I ruled the world? Health benefits. For all? For all. Wow, man, this is getting really deep in here tonight. Puppies for everyone. 
Puppies for everyone. Free puppies? Yeah. Free puppies, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Okay. There it is. Right. Batgirl 2020. That's the one we can all agree mm. on. Thanks, Muggs. You're welcome. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. They're all doing great. Except for Kevin. K-Rock. Now, why do you always assume that surprises are going to be bad? What percentage of the time <laughs> when we say surprise break for Bean? What percentage of the time is it fantastic? It's, uh... Okay, I concede your point. Yeah. It's rare. <laughs> but even though we have been telling you this is going to make your day, right. your week, yes. your month, the possibly more... your year. The See, there's a difference between you and Allie, though. The more you say that, uh-huh. the more I feel like I'm being set up. No. No, you're going to be so happy. Allie, am I right? Uh, totally. And he's looking at me All so right. skeptical no, right no, now. I'm still a skeptical. <laughs> I just know being the further he goes one right. direction, it's the right. opposite. No, you are you are going to love this. Okay. Okay, it has been years in the making. You know, there are some white whales out there, some guests that you always dream about having on the show, and for whatever reason, circumstances don't allow that to happen. Years have gone by, Kevin, but we do have a mystery guest on the phone that's going to make your whole day. (laughs) Why is Ellie filming this? I just want to see your reaction forever and ever. Mystery guest, what do you have to offer our friend Kevin? This is is this is this the hand is farter? This the hand farter? Yes, it is. Yes. Wow. Wow. How are you guys doing, Jerry? Oh hey, my God, this is like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awesome, Jerry Phillips. From Troy, Michigan, is the manualist on YouTube. He, we, we affectionately refer to him as the hand farter, and we've been playing his songs for years on the Kevin Beach Show. Didn't we try to track him down a bunch for of different... years? Yeah. For years. So what happened, Jerry? How come our requests fell on deaf ears all the previous years that we've tried to get you on the show? Well, no one ever really got a hold of me, number one. Okay, and, but uh, other than that... Two... <laughs> He's well... like, I'm not psychic. Right. <laughs> so, uh... Somebody got a hold of me and said that you were looking for me, uh-huh. and uh, so I made a phone call, and here I am. That's and here so you bizarre. are. Well, there's that uh, that six year time delay to Michigan, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was. I guess. I mean, we do play this song all the time. I mean, it's really a tour de force. I wanted to have you open Acoustic Christmas, play it on <laughs> April Foolish, or something. <laughs> um, well, it, it, anything, it, anything you want, because no. I owe you guys big time. Oh. You're the ones who get me on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, is that a fact? <laughs> really? So we put you yeah, in touch did. with Jimmy Kimmel. That's amazing. And, and you performed on his show? Yes, I did. Oh, that must have been a blast. Okay, I wait. feel like you could have gotten a hold of him through <laughs> Hold on. Jimmy. Hold on. When was that? When did you go on Jimmy's um, show? August. August 31st of 2007. Oh, it's only 11 oh, years right. ago. <laughs> I was thinking we should have noticed, but no, maybe not. So, Jerry, you know, we Paul, were so... You know, right? How should I feel? <laughs> we're so fascinated. Um, how did it all start? How did you become the world's greatest hand farter? <laughs> well, I was nine years old, and uh, a photographer at a, at a uh, party to keep us kids quiet made one noise, which was... And uh, everybody tried, and I was the only one who could do it. And within a few weeks, All I got All of a sudden, you're a local hero. And... So I got gotcha. you. you know, you're talking about 40 years now. Wow. Or almost, almost 50 years. What am I thinking? Wow. That's amazing. Now, and I was nine, so 49 years. How many songs do you know, Jerry? Any song, period. What? 
Oh, come on. I, I mean, only got uh, 172 videos on YouTube of the hardest music. By uh, the way, really, really hard music. He, uh, Jerry's not lying. Listen to this. Eye of the Tiger, Take on Me, uh, Sweet Child of Mine, um, Stairway to Heaven. I mean, uh, you just go hot butter, popcorn. Uh, you got, you got, uh, you just go on and on and on. Now, is this something you do for fun in your off time or only when you're called upon to perform? Well, I don't uh, really go out and do it anymore. Uh, like at the bars when I was a kid, I mean, I was 16 years old and I started playing and, and, uh, they brought me up when I was 16. So Trying like a fake ID guy in there. Just, <laughs> I'm just here for the first. <laughs> um, have you, have you ever been able to make any money off of it as a performer? Have people hired yeah, I, you I for, traveled, I traveled the world for uh, a good amount of time. Uh, I went to Australia and Japan and, uh, uh, Argentina and Europe a bunch of times. Wow. And, uh, Holy crap. We're so, so bad I, I at tracking <laughs> people down. <laughs> I had TV commercials. Uh, I was up for best commercial of the year. Uh, I mean, for 2007 or eight. And uh, I mean, it's just a lot of things. Lot Did of you things. ever go on America's Got Talent? Uh, no. Why not? That would be perfect for you. He already has a career beat. He doesn't need that. They don't like that kind of thing, as you can see. If anybody who's ever tried, they won't give you a chance. So, oh, that's heartbreaking. Really they, they are hand farter discrimination. That is that is that is un-American, as far as I'm concerned. So, in your real life, there in Troy, what do you do, Jerry? Uh, we have a store, a sporting goods store. Okay, sporting goods store. And do you sometimes entertain the uh, entertain the customers when they're in there? People come in because they know uh, they've seen me on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they come in and they, they say, I just wanted to stop by to say I really like your stuff. And what's like, wow, what's the big request? What's the number one request? Oh, uh, any song that comes to their head. I mean, I can play any song there is. So Brickhouse, as as Commodores, go. Commodores? Brickhouse. Brickhouse, can you do that one, Jerry? Yep. Go. <laughs> have a phone number on you would it be possible how, how bad are we the guy put up 172 videos <laughs> i know i know the world yes was on jimmy kimmel <laughs> right and we couldn't find it we couldn't find it right Unreal. Wow. that's that's a level of quality on this program <laughs> would, would it be possible for you down the road if we were to figure out a way to coordinate it with your schedule to have you come out and perform at one of our events is that something you'd be interested in jerry sure i would i'm sorry Sure, I would. Okay. Okay. Right. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Now. How was that for a surprise, that's Kevin? Did, did we oversell it? That's the best thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me. I, I I sense that Kevin has a bunch of your songs in his car that he listens to <laughs> driving back and forth to work, Jerry. That's how much of a fan he is. So this is a very big deal for him. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm honored. Oh, All right. We're gonna get you on one of our shows. I'll tell you that now. That's great. All right. All right. Thank you so much for uh, getting back to us in a timely fashion. We very much enjoyed uh, talking to you, and we'll see you again soon. All right, man? Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Th- thank yeah. you, the manualist. Wow. That's the dude. How you are you welcome. Wow. Yeah. Life-changing. Life-changing. Yeah. What do I do now? I- <laughs> You've already peaked. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Flame. 
I should have asked Omar to come in because this oh. is really this oh, is no. just oh, this is DJ Omar Khan I mean, radio that you're about to hear. Do you have anything else that you're this weighing? Maybe I have something else that I could no, use. No, these are the these I are see. the stories. Okay. These are this this is the thing for today. Okay. I think I, I think uh, one story you'll be pleased with. The other will just uh, if it affects you the same way it affects me, you'll just be confused by it. All right. This one, uh, story number one, is in East Granby. Police credit a motion-activated camera with helping them capture a suspect in three cases of feces being found in the middle of a cul-de-sac. Yes, this is a serial pooper who has been caught and identified, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, all right. A, A warrant was issued in Holly Malone, 43, who thought it would be a lady. Not me. Zero people. (laughs) (laughs) Holly Malone, 43, of Simsbury, was taken into custody after an unrelated traffic stop connected her to the vehicle in the video. She was charged with a breach of peace and creating hazardous conditions. (laughs) I was wondering what they charge you with. I mean, I was wondering, is it just littering? I mean, what? It's Apparently, it's creating hazardous conditions. But was it in the street? Maybe that's why? In the middle of a cul-de-sac, Yeah, so maybe, maybe if cars were trying to avoid it. They would consider that. I don't. And, know. Or, or maybe yeah. it's just the uh, the the toxic nature of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's. I don't know. I don't know how they would classify that. She was released on bond. Is scheduled to be arraigned on March first. By the way, how's that conversation go with her friends and family? Yeah, I got to go to court. Oh, really? What? What for, Holly? Well, <laughs> right. And then she says, it, and then their friends go again. Police said her reason was that she could not make it to her destination or to the bathroom. There were three separate incidents of serial pooping found in the roadway at Kirkstone Drive on November 7th and November 16th. So then they put up a motion-activated camera that was installed, and on December 5th, it recorded the suspect's vehicle and another poop incident. Police described the street as being undeveloped. So hmm. does it? Hmm, that's interesting. I just noticed that. I wonder if that means she kind of drove out of her way to look for a place where it was likely she could get out of her car and not be seen by yeah, residents, perhaps. That yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, she was identified and admitted her involvement with the incident. She told them that she is, ready, Allie, yep. lactose intolerant. Oh, sweet spirit. And sometimes is, quote, stupid and doesn't avoid dairy. Yeah, I, I she, get she everything she about this woman. For her actions. Yeah. You do, except, except, for the, except for her. The yeah. cul-de-sac uh-huh. pooping. <laughs> sure, except for that. So uh, sometimes you just go, look, I know this is going to wreak havoc on my system, but I really, really feel like a pizza. Yeah. So I'm just going to have a pizza. I'm just going to deal with the consequences. Worth right? it. And is there is there any um, health detriment to, to that experience? I mean, I know it's unpleasant, but do, it, does it hurt you at I all? I mean, I can't, I can't imagine your body being put through something like that that you're allergic to. It can't be mm-hmm. good. Over time, I mean, if it's you not keep doing it, a positive. It's no. not ideal, but no. it's not the type of thing. If you did repeatedly, that would land you in the hospital or make you like super sick, or it's not dangerous, right? It might be. It might be. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I don't know anything about lactose intolerance, and is that something you're you're born with? It's your whole life, or do you develop it later in life? Uh, I, I don't have that answer, but I don't believe that I could have my mother's breast milk. Wow. So from the from the beginning. So. Deep dive that? on this Good one. Morning. Deep dive. Hey. I'm fascinated. I didn't latch All on right. either. And um... <laughs> that explains a lot of uh, commitment <laughs> issues, doesn't it? And this one, uh, part two of uh, DJ Obercon's Poop Radio Tribute is I don't, I'm, I can't, and I won't, and I, and I just help here. This is uh, out of the UK, a suspected drug dealer on a record-breaking poop strike is now going into his 29th day without pooping. 
Short version of this story is he was arrested with drugs on him and was charged with the intent to supply Class A drugs, so he swallowed them. Right. And they said, well, we're going to have that evidence as soon as nature takes its course. This article suggests, no, no, it actually says outright, he has been in jail for 29 days without poop. How is that humanly I, possible? I don't how, know. My question, Kevin, even better is, how is that humanly possible? How are they in their fifth week of the Essex police waiting for him? And I, don't you just, can't you give somebody something that will make it beyond their control to poop? How is yeah. that possible for humans? Yes. Uh, what and, I would ask, though, is how is that humanly possible? That's a great question, uh-huh. Allie. Huh. It does seem like this would kill you. Like, the toxins in your body yeah. after that amount of time, I feel like would kill you. Guys, I don't now, think this is possible. Really? (laughs) This article suggests, by the way, and again, this is part of my utter confusion with the piece, is that he is in control of what he's eating, and it sounds like his mom is bringing him food. What? So he is eating Frosty's cereal bar. He's eating fish. He's eating fruits and vegetables. Again, why isn't the jail regulating strongly what's going in so that they have better control out of what's going out? So uh, there's only so much, you, uh, so long you can hang on, says a doctor from the Primary Care Society of Gastroenterology. You won't get a devastating buildup of toxins that can poison the body in such a short span of time. You're just going to get a lot of uncomfortable stretching of intestinal tubes. It's an acute situation, not chronic, but ultimately things will move through the bowel and it hmm. will empty itself. But is he smart in that the drugs will also work them, their, themselves through his system. That's a oh. great question. And then when he poops, he's clean. He, in other words, if he just <laughs> I hate this. if he just absorbs them right. into his system, he he'll show he'll test positive for drugs, but there won't be whatever the the bulk evidence was they were looking for to suggest that he was trying to sell it. Exactly. The Essex Police, by the way, on their social media has Poo Watch as a hashtag to keep us all updated about any sudden movement. Do we have to follow that? We don't. Okay. We don't. We can forget we ever heard this story and we okay. can move on. But I just I had the one two punch of those stories and I said it's just it's too good to not bring them to you. I pooped my pants. The Kevin Bean Show mornings on K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. Sounds kind of boring. Okay, I know it's not Christmas time, but I just randomly got a craving for some fruitcake. Can you play some? Yeah. Things? All right. What you making? Fruitcake. I mean, come on. It's after Thanksgiving, right? Right. I'm down with Fred, this song. Little Fred Schneider, little fruitcake. Hit it, Steve. What you making? Fruitcake. What you baking? Fruitcake. Candy cherries, red dye number two. Three, one, two, it's fruitcake! <laughs> <laughs> it's fruitcake! Worst best song ever. Got it so far. Lots of stuff. Oh, wait. <laughs> add what you feel. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no, no. Like <laughs> lots of stuff. I can add, add what, what you I feel? No, no, oh, not you, Omar. No, 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 sir. Definitely not you, Omar. <laughs> DJ Omar Khan is in here. He's got the Christmas spirit. Merry How are Christmas. you? I'm good. I'm great. How are you guys? I understand you were, off, uh, you were off last week and you did a little uh, little outside decorating at the, uh, at the Khan mansion? I did. I did. And, man... I have a problem, guys. Really? Yeah. So Is this uh, an intervention? I'm kind of one of these guys who I started about four years ago to try to, you know, get 
my Christmas decorations on, you know, and popping. And uh, I've always strived for that old school look where you have the incandescent lighting and it has this warm glow to it and mm -hmm. it's super bright, super classy look, right? Right. And I couldn't get it from the LED lighting. And and this is when I was a no novice, mm -hmm. I just bought some stuff and I sure. threw it on my house. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I was like so disappointed in myself. I was like, man, what am I doing with my life, right? right? And uh, so the second year, I did a little bit of research and we're like, okay, you got to get the C9s, which the C9s are the mm -hmm. bigger bulbs. And then you can't go wrong with the C9s, LEDs. It'll do the now, trick. where are you getting your information from? Uh, online, YouTube videos. I, I go, okay. I go, go, go talk to the guy at Lowe's. So I get these and I put them on and um, it, it takes a lot of work because per light, I have to put a clip on. Because Each I, don't, one. Mm -hmm. I don't do my stuff all willy-nilly. It's uh, got to be straight be and it's got to be spaced out right. So, You're Clark Griswold yeah, and, at this and, point. And I don't get the look I'm looking for, guys, because the LED cannot provide that look. So meaning then, it's not enough. It's not bright enough. Is it's that what not you mean? bright enough. You and want it your house have, to be seen from space. Well, well, not only that, but it also has this warm feel to it. I don't know how to explain it except it has your this kids warm say, feel. Daddy, to Daddy, I don't know. The house doesn't look very good. It, oh, they talk trash, man. The neighbors <laughs> look little, <laughs> little bastards. Kevin brings up a good point, Omar. That I want to ask as a background for this story: yeah. Is your neighborhood one where there are a lot of decorations around, and it gets a little bit? competitive it's not like a candy cane lane where every house does it right but, but yeah it does get competitive for sure for you know? other okay. people oh yeah or totally. just you um have you yeah, talked prob to the other just, people? Well, they're not going by and saying, oh, that house sucks like I am. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all a you problem. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Are uh, you getting, because I, I am a fan of the C9s. Okay. Are you getting the smooth <laughs> or the opaque? So so the smooths weren't working out. See, because that's they had, the problem. They had a little blue tint to them. Exactly. Okay? So I tell the guy at Lowe's, I tells him, hey, man, I want I want this like warm glow feel. Right. He's all, dude, you got to go with these. Right. You can't go wrong with these. These are the ones you are looking the for. OG old school. Yes. Yes. It's still LED though. So right. poor so, guy at Lowe's so, so, every so, time so, he right. sees Omar so, pull uh, into the parking lot. Somebody else talk to Omar. <laughs> so put him on the roof line and I connect, I think it was like five different uh, strands wow. on there. I'm on there, you know. So, uh, but I only do the bottom roof line because I'm not going to do the top. I want to see how it looks. Sure. It has the same stupid blue tent. Oh tint. no. So then I go and I talk to the guy at Lowe's. I says, oh, no. dude, what, how did you steer me wrong? He's just like, well, Let's plug these in. And then he plugs in the incandescent ones and the other ones. There's no LED that's going to give me the look that I want. Yeah. Okay. So I had to go in the incandescent ones, plug them in. They look awesome. So this is my first year where I'm doing it right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm like living my best life right now. Right. Sure. You know, it's like I, I go outside, I look at my house, and I don't want to barf. Okay? Okay. okay. However, with that said... I also went to Home Depot, and this is why I might, I might need uh, the intervention here, is I went into Home Depot, mm -hmm. and uh, I have these little 10-inch candy canes, you know, and I do a little decoration in there. <laughs> <laughs> Go Please. on. Uh, and I could never find the 27-inch ones. Uh-huh. And I tried to order them online, and they're always sold out. And then I went to my Home Depot, and it had 25 of these boxes. Whoa. And I'm like, dude, jackpot. Yeah, because you I, could do a little walkway. Is that, that is, yes. So my whole driveway is just a bunch of candy oh, canes. Oh, I love it it's so much, awesome. Omar. And, I, and I bought so many, I even did the neighbors. Oh, you because, Yeah, I was like, here you go. Great. Oh, Merry Christmas. I love it. So at the end of Listen everything. Listen to Allie guessing every detail yeah. before it comes up. So, so, so. 
at the end of this Christmas season, I uh-huh. just looked this up on my uh, Amex has a little thing where you can see how much you spend. Uh-huh. Because yeah, when, when my wife loves going shopping with me during Christmas mm-hmm. because money's no object with sure. me. Like like uh, like I'm a, a like a Merry Christmas al- alcoholic. You know what I mean? I'm a Christmas holic. So it doesn't matter how much. It's not that you have endless money. I don't even it's look at just, the total. You don't even look. Don't okay. even look. I'm like <laughs> slap it, it down. <laughs> exactly. So uh, this season alone, within like two days, almost about a thousand dollars in Christmas <gasps> decorations. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you oh, kidding wow. me? Oh, Sorry, kids. Daddy's tapped. (laughs) (laughs) No gifts. Yeah, but my house looks amazing. (laughs) What is wrong with you? I don't know, guys. I don't know. Does anyone, has one person come over and knocked on your door and said, you know what, dude? Nailed it. Uh, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. yet. It's, but early. Like it's early. It's early in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're gonna come. But oh my God, you know what did happen the other day? A car did the slow roll. Yeah. Oh sure, sure. Oh, no. Check it out. I am proud of you. Thank you very much, Ali. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Hey Jensen Carp. Oh hey friends. Uh, former, uh, well, current, I guess, Kevin Bean, hip hop correspondent, yep. a gallery owner, author, podcaster, writer, producer. He does it all. Rapper, of course. <laughs> you have been tweeting and podcasting about something that you are very fired up about lately, and I think this is gonna uh, this is gonna split our audience in half. I really do think you're tearing us apart, Lisa. What's going on, Jensen? <laughs> I I am here for uh, one reason alone. Okay, and that reason is we need to stop these bird scooters. Now, explain for people who haven't seen this what bird scooters are and the process by which you Yes, here's get the them. thing. There are three companies, but we're going to focus mostly on bird, but there's Bird, Lime, and Spin. Number one, those sound like Miami clubs, okay. which I'm already mad at. <laughs> but two, these are like Razor scooters, mm-hmm. basically, kind of a two-wheel, one kind of skateboard with a stick, mm-hmm. right? Right. And they have uh, motorized engines, and they can go up to 15 miles per hour. Ooh. Now, you can rent them with a credit card and driver's license just by using an app. You pay a dollar to get the rental, and then it's uh, 15 cents per mile. Okay. That and sounds then, pretty cool, doesn't yeah, it, Right, guys? it's all great right. so far. Yeah, if you want to look like a very cool Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> I have a way for you to do it. It's called Bird. Now, here's a couple of the problems. One, you are not supposed to ride it on the sidewalk, which would mm-hmm. technically mentally be the easiest way we'd be like oh that makes sense i can get from a to b sure no you have to drive them in the streets oh good Ooh. that's a terrible idea i've never yeah. i've never looked on an la street and said you know what we need more of wheels <laughs> like no one's ever said that <laughs> two you need also here's the other thing that's crazy so you use it then you just drop it anywhere so when you're done with it yes no. you literally just wherever you are just drop it off you could no. just you could ride it you could ride it stop somewhere and just throw it in the street Stop it. Yeah, like literally, they don't give you any parameter as to where to drop it off. So you can be walking down Melrose or down Santa Monica Boulevard, uh, all these different places, and there will just be littered scooters everywhere. Well, I've seen uh, pictures in China of what look like mountains of scooters in certain locations around their big cities. Uh, Yes, and we all know that they don't have any sort of overpopulation issues Mm -hmm. with bikes or scooters. I mean, clearly their roads must be very free and open, (laughs) and that's something we should strive for. (laughs) But let me ask you a question. Have you ever ridden one? I have ridden one. Uh, Pretty sweet. What? What are you, 12? Pretty sweet. Well, I this mean, is, uh, this yeah. is Kevin. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I get it. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Listen, I have... There was three of them in front of the station today, so we, I, I saw. had Ruben, our phone screener, we had him get the app, and so mm-hmm. we've been using it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, you know what's sweet? Also putting streamers on the sides of your bike and just being like, <laughs> ring, ring, and just driving around the city asking where your mom is. I, 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 what I, about I, helmets, though? It, Shouldn't you yes. have a helmet? So Bird will send you a free helmet because you have to wear one, but that's also, I mean, like, is there a way to look less cool? 
yeah, we got it for you. It's a helmet. Uh, also, like, this is all in line with what's going on in our nation. Like, the world is collapsing, and these bird scooters are the locusts. Are they? Oh, yeah, wow. Like, wow. These are swarming. These are the things okay. that are the sign of the final apocalypse. Wow, I didn't realize right, they were me, that bad. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me jump in and play devil's advocate for just a moment. Okay. I, have not, I have not ridden a scooter, but I can imagine a scenario where I'm with my family, and I'm in Santa Monica, say, and mm-hmm. I need to go 10 blocks. And it's hot. And that's a long-ass way to walk. Yeah. What's the downside of me jumping on a scooter, spending eight minutes to get the 10 blocks, dropping it off, and going about my day? I'm not hurting anybody, right? As long as I'm safe, I don't run into somebody. I mean, listen. How am I a bad guy? Just because you're not hurting somebody doesn't mean that I won't hate it. Uh, <laughs> that is a guarantee. <laughs> Two, if you're in Venice Beach or wherever you are and you're having a beautiful beach day, we got those weird rentals on tandem bikes or whatever it is. Like, I don't need them everywhere. Like, if we lessen them up, maybe I'll feel okay. But you can't go 10 feet on Beverly Boulevard right now. Right. Without seeing three lined up in a row, because that's the way they're dropped off after being charged. Like, this is just too much. Does it seem like there's no plan whatsoever as far as distribution? There's no just, plan for anything. Just for anything. Yeah, I mean, if there was any sort of plan for when you were done with it, that would also feel good. But instead, just drop it anywhere. Come into my house and drop it in front of my television. But I'm saying that worked out in our favor this morning, as there were three right out in front. I mean, I was so excited. Whose favor? Mine. I mean, listen, no one is dropping by K Rock. You guys clearly are in the middle of a swamp. Everyone knows that. Right? No <laughs> No one is going to come over here to pick it up and then be like, you know what I need to do? I need to go over to that old Toys R Us. It's not even open. You guys aren't in the middle of a space. I mean, this is crazy. This right, makes so, no sense. So it's dangerous and it's litter. That sounds like two of your complaints. Yeah, two of them. I have many more. The other idea is people are like, oh, people who can't afford cars. You need to have a credit card. You need to have a driver's license. Right. Also, Bird is uh, uh, now being uh, uh, valued at over $2 billion, this company. Oh, my goodness. What? They've become an actual lobbying company here in California. California, they are fighting to make it 20 miles per hour because right now you can only go 15. Francisco writes in from the 323, Dear Kevin and Bean, I deliver in Marina del Rey and I see them all the time, but I hate that people drop them off in the most random places. In the alleys, they block emergency doorways from apartment complexes. They block gates so that when I have to deliver stuff, I have to constantly be moving around them. But they are fun. Right. No, come on. Yes, right. He come comes on. to the correct conclusion. Oh, that is awful. So you can say the same thing about cigarettes, guys. Bad for you, but you look cool. You look like a Sam Jackson character. All right. Now, this is interesting. San Francisco. Let's go to Alyssa Line 2, please, L.A. San Francisco has been, am I right, Jensen, a little bit ahead of L.A.? Didn't they get them kind of before we did? Well, Venice, actually, technically, I am first. But but obviously, because okay. of Silicon Valley, yes, San Francisco's okay. got them a lot. Yeah. Well, let's find out what may be coming our way. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling. Hey, Uh, so yeah, not only do I just hate how they are just being piled up outside of my work, Mm -hmm. um, but a while ago, before they became big here, my boyfriend who lives in San Francisco was telling me what was going on there. Um, People were just getting so frustrated with them piling up on the streets that they were literally throwing them into the ocean. Oh, nice. um, Into the bay. Uh, They were being found in trees. They were being, like, dismantled and thrown off the bridge. It was such a huge problem that they banned But, Alyssa, let me ask you a question. Have you ridden one? Yeah. Uh, I have not, Oh, so fun. You should try it. (laughs) Um, Thank you for the call on that. Let's try uh, Kevin, shaky name, line one, Temple City, up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. I think think he's—we've turned him around. I think he now likes the bird scooters. Hey, Kevin. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's stupid, but uh, I think I'm going to load up like 50 to 100 of them in a pickup truck and just litter them on City Hall. Not show a bad them idea. how everyone feels. You know what? Hey. That's hashtag scoot it. I'll accept. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, Kevin, they probably don't even notice it. So, Kevin, have you tried one? Um, I have not. See? I'm not going to. See? That's yeah, the okay. issue right there. 
All right, let's go to Benny Line 6, Kevin. He's your people. He has tried it, and he legitimately loves it. Right, because to try it is to love it, Bean. Hey, Benny. Ben, yeah, Benny. So, yeah, my, my, me and my buddy were, were you know drinking one night, and uh, we found right. some and had a great time on the road. Oh, uh, yeah. I was surprised because he's super uncoordinated. Um, just had a blast. And the next morning I saw that the city of San Francisco was picking them all up and saying they were illegally parked everywhere. Oh, is okay. that right? So just to, uh, so we keep score here. Mm-hmm. Clarify. Uh, everyone doesn't like it mm-hmm. except for someone who just called it and says he loves drinking and driving with right. it. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Kevin, <laughs> Kellen, four wheels. It's, it's two wheels. I don't know if it's a different. Yeah. Really drunk is better. No, way. you're right. You could do it drunk. Please yeah. go into the bike lane. <laughs> and Motor- just... Motorcycles. You can't hey, drunk. drunk. I said drunk drinking. Come on. Drinking. Right. He didn't say drunk. It's not a problem. I don't want Benny yeah. on my side. Is that cool? Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, I like the argument that you're saying, like, oh, it's, it's bad, but have you tried it? Right. Also, you know what's like that also? Heroin. I'm sure heroin is great. I'm not going to try it to know. Jensen, can you get, is this, uh, just as an aside, can you make money by charging these bird scooters? I mean, I don't want to really praise it, but I guess I have to. It's like real-life Pokemon in a sense that at the end of the day, when they're dropped off on Melrose or whatever in front of Kenny Rock, you can then pick them up and then take them home Mm -hmm. and charge them and get paid to charge them. So basically you use the app, they tell you where there are uncharged bikes, and then you pick them up, take them home, take three at a time basically, and then put them back out into the wild together at designated spaces, and they just put money into your account. And they use terrible puns like leave it at a nest or go bird hunting, which I also hate puns. Oh, agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Oh, no, Judson hates puns. Agreed. I mean, I like puns, puns, but not when it, it involves my safety and a drunk guy being like, I like these scooters. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. Just, just, just not, not, not funny, K-Rock. Look, we talk a lot here on the Kevin and Bean Show, and we try to make a lot of jokes. We do our best. Uh-huh. There are times when we fall short, and it's time now to answer for that. Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me, would you, if you could, you would you, could you take that back? Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me, would you, if you could, you would you, could you take that back? I mean, there aren't a lot of times in life where you get the opportunity for a do-over, where you could actually mm-hmm. revisit the scene of the crime and say, you know what? I I, I take it back. I'm right. not, not going to stand by that. I wish that hadn't happened. Everybody was right that hated on me. Crime one was Allie. Oh. What a surprise. People are still going to do it. Just a question of where you're going to make them park, I guess. Way to go against the man. Right? Well, I He's mean, an it's outlaw. Just, he doesn't play by your is. rules. It's one of the most famous uh, scenes in America, though. Right. You know, those those four Victorian houses next to each other with the cityscape behind. I mean, it's a beautiful picture to take, and people are still going to want to do it. They should cut it out. Oh, she's just making a bad I'm joke. I'm sorry, just, you guys. I just, I've had so much coffee. I just can't. I apologize. Would you like to take that back? Okay, what was that? We were talking about buying the house, full house, house. The full house. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I sorry, missed I that whole that thing. I was like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and... Because they should they, cut it they out. They weren't allowed to park there, and I said they should just cut it out. Right, but you didn't say it that, that way. You just a, said they should cut it out. Because I said it that way for those that were in the know to know. I didn't want to make it overt, is what I did. Sounds like you're defending it. I'm defending it. Like now that I know what it is. I'm gonna, I'm wow. gonna, I'm gonna keep it. You're gonna keep that one. Yeah, because it was, it was, it was. It wasn't overt, so you would be like, come on, Allie. I am surprised and disappointed. <laughs> okay. All right. Apologies. All right. Still talking about the house later that day. Mm-hmm. People that are buying uh, the full house house. 
Does it make me a bad person that it, I thought it would be funny if I owned that house mm-hmm. and people were taking pictures all the time if I left the curtains open and just walked by nude a bunch? Oh, no. That would okay. be amazing. <laughs> would Absolutely. Be amazing. Right? It would be on them. I mean, <laughs> right? They're, I mean, they're you're in your own house. My house right? Right? Exactly. What if you just pointed and you're like, you got it, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Full house references right now, you guys. What's happening? Cut it out. <laughs> Kevin bringing the heat. Would you like to take that back? I mean, just right, so that's purely it. for the alley-oop to Kevin. That's I'm keeping me. it. What? Yeah. Okay, here's my thing. Yeah. I hated that joke uh-huh. when you made it right. earlier in the day. Right. <laughs> then I stole it yep. and tried to make it my own. Yes. I'm taking that the hell back. Oh. All right, then I will too. <laughs> okay, good. Would you like to take that back? So we're both yes. We're both a yes on that. Okay. One. All right. Uh, We're still in San Diego for Comic-Con. We're interviewing the guy who started a charity to help struggling comic book artists. And they were having an event. They were having an event, and he was telling us all about it. People are coming down tonight. Uh, Stone Brewing. They're headquartered here in San Diego. They're having an amazing event tonight called HopCon. I'm listening. There you go. There you go. They they have a special beer they do once a year called Woot Stout. And every year we have an artist draw a new label for the Woot Stout. Woot Stout beer ain't nothing to F with. We see what you did there, Ella. Thank you. So, Thank you. One man Who from yes. the crowd said yes? Oh, Put, her in, oh. Put her in the file. Put her in the file. That's nonsense. Would you like to take that All right. Someone in the crowd went yes, but it was just it Dave. It was Dave. Dave. So Dave is in here to answer for oh, his what? crimes as well. First of all, Allie. Would you like to take that There couldn't be anyone that would have gotten that reference less than the man we were talking to just then. Correct. Which made it so beautiful for me. I'm not taking that back. Mm-mm. All right, what about the guy in the crowd that went, yes! That was Dave. Come on! What about that guy? I'm in the file just like for agreeing with the joke. Yes, because it's yes. the joke in question. But that joke was so awesome. Hell no, I'm not taking that back. Thank you, Dave. No way. You're not Thank taking you, it back. Not even a little bit. Thank All you. right, Bean is up next. Oh. Uh, we were talking to Doto about his woman in Bangkok, and Bean just could not wait. I need your guys' advice, man. On October 15th, 15th. I'm going to Bangkok for two weeks. Then, then, then Bangkok, Oriental City? No, 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 Bang Thailand. Would you like to take that back? <laughs> I mean, Bean, for God's sakes, <laughs> you're just like a battering ram. <laughs> wait, wait for a spot or something. <laughs> Bangkok, Oriental City. I heard that in the song once. <laughs> By the way, there's a lot of controversy that the lyric is actually Oriental setting as well. Who so cares? I think, I think I failed on uh, both counts, and I, I apologize to Doto, I apologize right. to the show, and I apologize to America. Okay. Yes, I, I take it back. Wow, Bean took one back. How about okay. that? All right, here's Bean again. Oh. Uh, we were talking to a guy about taking a woman home to his house and the problems that he had. Pretty much it was a first date, and uh, my chick and I went back to my house. We had a little bit of whiskey. After and, uh, you took the whiskey drink, did you also take a vodka drink? Okay. Mm. All right. Did you drink a, a lager drink? Yeah, okay. All right. A cider drink? Yeah, we get it. Thank you for calling. Would you like to take that back? Oh, Bean, I loved it then, and I love it now. Would you like to take that back? In the grave. To, we're going to have to ask Allie to take back her love of this. But I mean... How often do you so get stupid. a setup like that where the guy started with a whiskey drink? <laughs> I think I gotta. I think I gotta stand by that. Oh, I'm sorry. I All don't right. think I could take Amen. that. I'm gonna weigh in with this. Had you stopped 
with the first one, it would have mm-hmm. you would have had to take it back, but mm-hmm. you did all four. <laughs> okay, so props it for came that. Back okay, props for that. He'll allow it. Okay, great. All right. uh, and finally, me. Oh. What animal walked into her kitchen and bit her while she, the 77 year old lady was reading the newspaper? A squirrel. Got to be a raccoon. Both reasonable guesses. This time around, though, it was a fox. Fox. She said, I stood up. I was screaming. I was trying to shake it off my hand, but it was holding on. I was looking at its beady eyes and its sharp teeth. When it eventually did let go, I was able to shoo it outside. What did the fox say? Oh! Yes! I don't need it. Does it bother you how much Bean and I immediately loved it? No, I. Uh, here's why. Okay. What do you mean, Dave? Listen, you gave Bean, you gave Bean crap for shoehorning his joke in. No, no, about, no, no, or, oh, no, no. Yeah, that wasn't shoehorn. He a battering waited. ram. A yeah, battering ram. Yeah. Hold on. He didn't pick a spot. He, he just heard true. the word and just. What do you mean? Oh, no, he waited. I, I had oh, that no. pun waiting yeah, for the he, entire story. You could have waited and I waited and I just. Yeah. Slipped it in. That was genius. That I'm not taking that back in. ever. <laughs> I love me. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Allie, you saw uh, something on social media the other day that I think is uh, worth a conversation. Yeah, somebody had tweeted, what are some movie lines that you incorporate into everyday talk? Like, you just let them flow like it's just something you would normally say. And unless people know that quote, They'll just think you're having a regular conversation. So I started Mm -hmm. thinking about a quote that I say all the time because it's it's perfect and I use it constantly. It's from a movie called Dumb and Dumber, and it it comes up often. Here it is. I came a long way just to see you, Mary. Just least you can do is level with me. Where are my chances? Not good. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. (laughs) So you're telling me there's a chance. And you have to do it like that and kind of look at the person and shake your head slowly. It Uh just works. It works. Do you think... I like that, by the way. Very effective. Do Mm -hmm. you think, though, that there are some movie lines that have become just like pickup lines we were talking about yesterday? that have become so too famous, too overused, that it's just a cliche. Like, if somebody walks out to to go to another room and they say, I'll be back, no one needs that, right? <laughs> That's dumb. But, That's dumb, right? But let's but, hear your if, accent again. Yeah. I can't really do I can't really do it. <laughs> but then if you walk into the same room and you say, this rug really ties the room together, I immediately <laughs> love you because you love Big Lebowski. So. Right. How about if I see you and uh-huh. I go, smoke it? Hey, again, no. These are all like, <laughs> no, I guess it, it does depend See, really on the movie and, and the time. The movie. Sure. Yeah, and, yeah. But, I mean, and the I delivery. Guess, sure. I guess what, Smoke what, it. What, <laughs> I guess what my point is, is, you know, f- frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Most people have not even seen the movie, but that's something that's just in the language right. you know, for the last 80 years. And at this point, I don't if somebody says that it doesn't seem at all creative. It doesn't seem at all interesting. It's just boring. You know what I mean? But let's take a look, Kevin, at some of the other ones that uh, are I mean, lines that people really use in real life from movies. I use uh, Talladega Nights for almost everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies, especially when he thinks he's on fire. Mr. Bobby, come on down here. Help me, Jesus! 
Oh, <laughs> so if you find yourself in a sticky situation, Kevin, that's, that's just, what you scream out to the universe. I mean, uh, st- I don't like sticky, but... I, I don't like any of this. <laughs> uh, there was a movie, here's mine. There was a movie uh, years ago, I don't know, about 15 years ago, called State and Maine. Again, nobody ever saw it. I think uh, Alec Baldwin was in it. Clark Gregg was in it. It was a real funny movie. But there's a scene in the movie where Alec Baldwin is in a serious car accident the car flips over in the middle of an intersection he's not hurt he steps out of the vehicle he dusts himself off and says so that happened i mean (laughs) it's so understated yeah but anytime something like super crazy happens in front of me that's the first thing that i think is so that happened yeah and i found that to be very useful wow that's great because uh i've heard that from you guys yeah we say a so lot that's where and you never knew where I it was never from knew it was from yeah. didn't he also have like an underage girl in the car and then he said <laughs> yeah. run she had yeah. to run away yeah i do think there was, was a lot craziness. going on it was a it was a bad uh, situation <laughs> all right let me hear a couple more all right what do we uh, what do we have mall rats yeah, that's mine. Uh, you know, when my friends want to do something, I like to be encouraging. So yeah, that's what you're known yeah. for. No, for real. Right? So I, I, <laughs> so I give them this quote. Do it, Doug! Oh, they, they look at me and go, my name's not Doug. And I'm like, oh, you idiots. You've never seen mall rats. It's the best. <laughs> huh. you right? Uh, so I, like Kevin, I also quote a uh, Will Ferrell movie all, every day, uh, Step Brothers. Mm. And uh, the one I quote all the time is when the... the uh, Dale Dobrik and Brennan are excited about making bunk beds. So much aerobics in here. So many activities. <laughs> so much room for activities. There's so much room for activities. Because they made a bunk bed. I think Step Brothers is underrated. Oh, I think it's that one of great. his best. It's a classic. For sure. Let's go to line three, Hollywood. This is going to be Gasper on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Gasper. Hey, good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Good, thank you. I used this one quite a bit from the movie Airplane back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I take coffee. I take it black, just like my men. Amen. Gasper, <laughs> surely you can't off. be serious. Yeah, that one too. And it throws everybody off when I say because they look at me like, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, that one. And repeat it and yeah. explain it. Yeah, don't, don't repeat it and Mm-mm. explain it, though. That's... That one hasn't aged as well, I think, in, oh, the, in the modern absolutely. times. Absolutely. Really? Oh, yes. No. Airplane is I, one of the most quotable movies. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Ryan, line eight. I, I I need a ruling on this one, you guys. Hey, Ryan. Hey, what it do? What it do? <laughs> what it do to you? Huntington Beach. What's going on, man? Yeah. I always say, it's not a tumor. Okay. No. When do you use that? Unless you're an oncologist and you're delivering good news. Every time I have a headache. Every time I have a headache. Okay. Who are you talking to? Yourself? Yeah, pretty much. Wow, Ryan. Well, wow. it sounds like it might be a tumor. <laughs> That's just sad. <laughs> Thank you for calling. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock K R O Q. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that our next guest, who's in the studio right now, Bert Kreischer, is the most famous person. That has ever come out of the state of Wyoming, ladies and gentlemen. The most famous person from Wyoming ever. Is that you, you brought that up in research for this? Yes. Okay. Am I wrong, Bert? Yes. <laughs> I've never even been to Wyoming. But it says here that you were born in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, is that Wikipedia? Were I don't know. Bo- where you, sister producer where Christine you born? gave it to us. Where was, were you born? I was born in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> then it's a special. 
especially incredible <laughs> that you're the most famous person <laughs> you can't trust from Wyoming. You can't trust Wikipedia at all. So my best friend, or let me rephrase that. The guy who's I'm his best friend is Tom Segura, okay? <laughs> all right. Yes, of course. And he's such he's an idiot. He's your challenge mate, right, Tom? Yeah, exactly. And so he does these, like, he's just an idiot. And what he finds funny, he finds funny. One of the things he did one time was change my Wikipedia page entirely. And they were like, just so you know, Bert's a big advocate for the game Shirts versus Skins. <laughs> he's like, sometimes he spends his time digging holes and eating worms. Like, just. So, yeah, no, I've, I've never even been to Wyoming. So that's so, an amazing so stat, it's, then. T- it's Tom. It's Tom did this then, right? He's the one who came up with he's it. He's an idiot. You know, my By spe- the way, he's a genius if he came up with that. Uh, no, he's an idiot. Let me tell you something. Both. He just, my special came out, Secret Time on Netflix. Check it out. Tom uh, paid his own money to get his own promos animated. He paid his own money okay. to make promos of just making fun of me and just and, and put them all online. So it's a cartoon character of me just eating tons of food, shirtless, breasty, what? murdering Tito's, and then burping out the name Burnt Chrysler. <laughs> He's doing good work, as far as I'm concerned. He did he did more work promoting my special than he did his, because he loves to make fun of me. Why is he so obsessed with you, and why are you his best friend, but he's not your best friend? That was an odd distinction. I didn't notice that. Yes, I'm older than him. That's how that works. When you're the older guy, is the you are their best friend. I oh, see. But okay. he's not yours. I can't be his best friend. I'm Joe Rogan's best friend. I get <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, this special, uh, Burt Kreischer's Secret Time, as you mentioned, available now on Netflix. And we've all seen it uh, because we were excited about it. And, and it's, it's fantastic. It is, and it, it's you. fantastic. Was there any fear, either from you or from the people around you or maybe even at Netflix, that, Bert, you're a party guy and you're growing up now. Are you going to lose your edge here? i got to be dead honest with you. I was totally afraid of that. Like I was, because I, I was like, you don't know how people perceive you, and I think people perceive me as just some big drunk who takes his shirt off and kills, like a grown-up Frank the Tank. You know, uh, it's true. And, <laughs> That's and I, and probably I pretty accurate. And I don't really even live that life as much as I mean. I drink. I party. I probably party more than the average person. I drink on planes to the point where I get cut off. But like, <laughs> but I you're married. You keep your kids alive. I mean, you're somewhat responsible. Exactly. But I think I got this great review in Forbes magazine, and they're like, Bert can last middle-agedness. And I was like. That's right, but you can't because you can't help what you write about. And I just write about my stupid kids and my wife, right? And that's it. And so, and then, and 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 you know, it's hard to top the machine story. It's hard to do a special and do a better story than the machine story. That's my opus. I'll right, never sure. do better than that. But right. you do come out and you say, "I'm a terrible parent." I'm a horrible parent. <laughs> I am a horrible parent. And that's perfectly, uh, that makes sense for that's you, on brand. especially. Yes, it's on brand very much. Oh, I am a, like, I, but my favorite joke out of the whole special is when we were kids, there was this kid who all the time, my parents would be like, oh my gosh, Amy Bennett's mom was drunk, dropped her off at school the other day. And I remember his kid being like, whoa, how does that happen? And then you become a parent. You're like, oh, I know how that happens. <laughs> I've been there. There are parents right now listening to this going, yeah, if I got pulled over, I get a DUI. Oh, no. no questions asked. Your wife is willing to pick up the slack, though, and be a super parent, it sounds like. God bless her. Right? I mean, she, first she... of all, God bless her for marrying you. Well, oh, yeah, of course. Right? Let alone then taking most of the parenting. Thank God. I mean, I'm not pretty naked. Like, if you looked at me naked, I, it looks like I'm still wearing a belt. <laughs> and it looks like I outgrew my junk. Like, it just doesn't fit. She <laughs> just, she, thank God, whatever, whatever her parents did to mess her up, thank God. And how does she put up with your craziness? Are you anywhere near as crazy at home? Because yeah. I would think that would get tiring. 
yeah, I think I'm probably crazier. Like I, the really crazy things I don't share. Like the like the like the parts where you're like like we just fought on the car ride over because I'm I'm doing Conan on Monday and I wanted to email these two bits, but I left my computer at home. Right. And I was like, oh. And I just called her and I was like, hey, can you get on my computer and email something? <laughs> She's like, hold on, I'm icing my back. Immediately, anyone who's icing their back will not be good at operating electronics. <laughs> and, and next thing you know, we, my 70-year-old Russian driver is listening to me. She's like, okay, I'm in your computer. There's just stuff all over the place. And I'm like, what? There's just stuff all over. The, and then like a picture of me and you. I go, okay, that's my desktop. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. It's a good right. start. Yeah. She's like, wait, you have a picture. Well, who, why did you use this picture? I'm like, stop that. We just need to send an email. And <laughs> stay I, on target. Yeah, stay on target. And I was like, just go to email. She goes, I don't know where your emails are. I go, it's the same computer you have. We bought the same damn computer. Oh, we just, it was knockdown drag out. And my drivers listened to this laughing hysterically. But I would never. I, I guess I just did share that. Sure, I want. A, I want a full-time camera on the Chrysler household. I really do. Agreed. Dude, I have a Nest Cam, and I got caught uh, by myself. Uh, oh no! You got it. Oh, okay. No. All right. That's a, a terrible visual. You're like, yeah. what do I stop and oh. run out of the room, or just mad dog it and finish? That's an embarrassing <laughs> 20 seconds right there. And you do mad dog it. I hope if you're oh. if you're half the man I know you are. If my wife did catch it, she goes, Oh my god! Oh my god! I at least have the decency to stare right into the camera and go, this is my house. This is my, I am putting my claim on this house. Now, speaking of your body, I did have a, a, a question slash comment for you. Shoot. You walk out on the, on the special on Netflix. Yeah. You walk out on stage, and before you do anything else, you take off your shirt and throw it into the crowd. Yep. Why wear a shirt? I feel like it would save you a lot of money if you just walked out shirtless. What? <laughs> it's that, an odd thing. It's really That shirt gets... Four seconds of airtime. It's it's probably the 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 showman in me. Okay. <laughs> Before you go, Bert, Kevin's got sixty seconds of rapid fire questions. Oh, Just answer with stuff. the first thing that comes to your mind. Bert Kreischer is on the clock, starting now. What's the thing most people would be surprised to find out about you? Um, I'm a very aggressive wiper. What? <laughs> What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, uh, Sister Christian. What's your drink of choice? Tito's and soda. <laughs> Uh, dog kisses on the mouth, yes oh, or no? Open. Open? Oh, I got a bull mastiff. Aggressive dog kisses. What were you like in high school? Uh, cool as crap. What's the first job you ever had? Uh, running uh, files for my dad as a runner and an attorney. What's the worst TV show you enjoy? Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, Carnival Eats. Carnival Eats on Food Network. Carnival Eats. Carnival Eats. Okay. Carnival Eats. <laughs> You're too excited about that. Uh, what did you want to be as a kid? Uh, professional baseball player. Have you ever been in a real fight? Oh, a lot of times. <laughs> Have you won them? Never. Cats or dogs? Dogs. If you could be anyone for a day, who would you be? Uh, I would be I would be a deep sea diver. Just anyone? Just a deep sea diver. <laughs> I'm looking for a name, but that'll work. I panicked on the last one. I panicked on the last one. I don't even want to be a deep sea diver. I swear to God. I'm scared of diving. I get panic attacks. That's the weirdest thing ever. I panicked. It's okay, man. uh, I just know I need to see Carnival Eats. It sounds fantastic. Carnival Eats is amazing. It's such a bad show. It's all about carnival food. As if anyone at their office is like, what do you want to do for lunch? And someone's like, well, there's a carnival 25 miles away. (laughs) Want to go get a deep fried Twinkie? But it's a guilty pleasure. By the way, I can't crap on the host. Noah Cap, he's a great host. But All that right. show is just, they say to him, like, ooh, so the cheese you're putting on the sandwich, where do you get it? He's like, out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Bert, thanks for stopping by. Thank you guys. I love you. Thank you, man. 
It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Look, look, look. Don't we have enough actual problems in the world without DJ Omar Khan inventing new ones? What, what are you talking about? It's true. What? Omar, I didn't invent this problem. Uh, yes, you did. You came in out of nowhere yesterday and you're like, oh, guys, I'm so exhausted. I don't know what I'm going to do. People keep wishing me a happy birthday on social media. Now what? <laughs> well, no, I was just wondering, you know, what? I, 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 I'm on a couple of socials. I'm off Instagram because my phone's old and it doesn't work. So if anybody wished me a happy birthday on Instagram, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to reply. But I, it got me thinking every year. I post a couple of times a year on Facebook. I was late to the party on Facebook and I only post a couple of promotional videos for the DJ business. By the way, if you want to book me, I'm a really good DJ. DJOmarcon.com um, <laughs> Seems shoe, seem shoehorn. Go and, on. Um, I post for my birthday because a lot of people, about 100 people, maybe 200 people, post happy birthday. Is it 100 and, or 200? I don't know. Yeah, okay. I really, I really don't know. It seems like an oversell. I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, 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 and this is because everyone who follows you on Facebook has access to your birthday because that they that that's a message that's sent out that says hey remember to they get a little notification exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that started to th- i was like thinking last year i posted like hey thanks for all the birthday wishes like five days late and oh. i started thinking i was like are these people getting upset that i'm not posting that or you mm. know kind of like replying or is it something like like for me it would be kind of like oh you know what i hope omar sees this you know i just want to wish him well, you know, yeah. so you're like asking cool like the thing. etiquette of right. when someone wishes you a happy birthday what is, on Facebook. What is the etiquette? Am I a bad dude if I don't? Because I haven't posted, you know, hey, thanks for all the birthday wishes. Mm-hmm. Does that make me a bad person? I think you need to get over yourself that someone's sitting at home <laughs> like, why hasn't Omar responded? Okay. Like, no, it doesn't. No. It doesn't and are, are all of these people wishing you a happy birthday close friends? Some are, which 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 I don't get. I don't know if Chip, Chip, did you post on my timeline? No. I told you happy birthday to your face. Okay, but Dave posted right. on my timeline. Well, it's And Dave. I'm thinking, what? That should be a clue right there. Right, you know? Yeah, people that don't like you, that don't want to interact with you on a human level are writing that on your timeline. That's well, that's giving well, them a new complex. What? <laughs> Listen. Is that really true? Listen, I don't want to be hot take Jones over here, okay. but I'm mm. going to tell you, I think that if you ignore the happy birthday messages without even giving a like, or like just a thumbs up, you're kind of a dick. But really? he's not on Facebook. Doesn't not. matter. I only he get, has I, get one. The, I get the little email uh-huh. uh, things that oh, there's you know activity right. on my Facebook. Yeah. And then did you go check out the activity because so many no. people were saying happy birthday? No. So how do you know? That. How do I know what? That so many people wished you happy birthday. Because you see with the emails. You're a jerk. With the emails. Why am I a jerk? Because imagine if you're going down the street and someone's like, hey, man, happy birthday, Omar. And then you just kept walking. But that's different. That's real life. Oh, listen, in 2018, listen, these are blurred, sir. That's very that's very sad <laughs> to me then if, if, yeah. if that human interaction is gone. Because I got, on the flip side, I got, you know, in real life, I got about 20 texts. Oh, text messages. Friends. So, uh, man, I didn't know they were such personal interactions like a text message. That's more personal than, it, because it, I know that person it is. It, yeah. it, than, Guys, than on social media. It's all because, the same. No one's saying. No, no, especially for people like us, because I mean, I'm probably I'm going to say 90 percent of the people that are my friends on social media Mm -hmm. are fans of either this show Mm -hmm. or the podcast or, you know, my my DJ gigs or, Mm -hmm. you know, so we don't really know each other. So I'm thinking, you know, they're just being nice. And for me to physically have to go like it. Oh my out of God, the so he just did the move with his thumb like so it was tiring. a lie. Dude, I'm super busy. I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> right. I'm not on Facebook all the time. It, to me, it's very simple. If it's bothering you, wondering if you've upset people, yeah. 
you just put a blanket. Thanks so much. You guys know I'm not on Facebook a lot. I just want you to know I read your birthday wishes. Means a lot. Thanks. Boom. Okay. You're yeah. done. You're so, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me butt in here, if I may. Please. Jensen, you're a guy who has uh, quite a sizable uh, uh, Twitter following, over 50,000 people. Like sure, that. sure. You get a lot of tweets. Do you feel it is rude if you don't respond to those tweets? Do you answer everyone who reaches out to you? Listen, Twitter's yelling into a toilet. I'm talking about Facebook. I'm Facebook talking- okay. is the toilet. No, Facebook is a toilet as a company. But most people that, that are your friends on Facebook, at least in my case, should be people who know you or are involved in your life. I don't... I, no. Then you have a personal page. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Okay, so let's make a distinction here. Mm-hmm. On your fan page. Like, I don't have a fan page. Well, I just have it's a personal one, page. I'm back to one. my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> my hot take is this. My hot take is this. If you have a personal page and you want to make people feel like they're your friends and mm-hmm. one of them wishes a happy birthday, hit the like, bro. It takes two mm. seconds. By the way, the thing she's saying about like, uh, oh, you know, tell everybody blanket statement, that might take longer. All you got to do is go to it like, 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 and then you're done. But do you think these people are actually getting their feelings hurt or any of anything like that? Oh, please don't disregard the idea right. that I think these people are creepos because okay. I don't understand why they're every day waking up and being like, whose birthday is it? Facebook.com. <laughs> you see, that's the other issue I'm, I'm like, I, I'm really weirded out with. If you get a notification, it's so-and-so's birthday. There mm-hmm. are people out there that are just automatically, every morning, it's part right. of their routine. Hey, I got to wish, you know, so-and-so yeah. a happy birthday mm-hmm. just because I got the notification. Yeah. Is, why is that a thing now? That I, I can't defend. I have made uh, a life decision that has just benefited me across the board. I'm not on Facebook. Mm. None of my friends are on Facebook. We don't care about anything about Facebook. It's easy. And then when people, uh, what about Twitter? Is Twitter different? Um, Wait, Twitter, say, say if I'm, they at Ali McKay and wish you a happy birthday, do you write back thanks? Uh, not, no, not no, all of them. Not all no, of them. and okay, I, okay, I will okay. often do the thank you so much. But okay. I, I engage a lot on Twitter and I engage a lot on Instagram. Yeah. But then you have people that get mad that you don't respond to every single thing that they write. And you know what? That's not on me anymore. Tough cookies. I felt. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be honest. By the way, I felt bad, uh, Jensen. You may not even know this, but t- two weeks ago, I lost my father. My dad passed away. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I, you know, put it up on Twitter, which is the only social media that I use. I'm not on Facebook or Instagram, and I received, God bless our listeners, by the way, who care, but. Uh, hundreds of sincere condolences. Hundreds. But I sent you, a, I, you I, maybe you didn't see it, I sent you a sincere condolence just on mm-hmm. private and I felt... And I appreciate that. And yes. I felt good about that but if if at any point I, like someone was like, hey man I uh, hope everything's well, you know, blah blah blah, blah. if someone had texted you and it was someone you kind of considered a friend would mm-hmm. you let it slide and not say anything back? No, I definitely wrote back to everybody who texted me. I agree with Ali. I agree. There's a there's more Huge personal difference. interaction. Just so, just to know, my intimacy. parents my parents used to say, "Don't tell me on the phone. Tell it to my face." And now we're saying, "Don't tell me on Facebook. Tell me on a phone." Yes, we're getting worse and worse, guys. Yes. Yeah. But my question for you is because that is something that is a really genuinely sweet gesture from listeners yes. uh, that I do not know, but that we do have a connection via this radio show. Am I out of line? Uh, kind of asking like what Omar was asking. Am I out of line for not writing back to each of those people? Or is it understood that I'm overwhelmed with condolences and I shouldn't write back to everybody or shouldn't be expected to? Yeah. I don't think people should expect things from people that they don't know. If it's your family member. That's different. And, and they're saying, oh, I'm so sorry about this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you have a different relationship. But for people to be upset that you're not responding about a birthday wish or... Uh, and I don't think anyone's doing that. But what if your I cousin really did your think. cousin wish you a happy birthday, Omar, on Facebook or someone in your life that's close to you? 
Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked it. <laughs> See, he would never know. By the way, I hope some Nigerian prince is offering you $7 million and you've never looked oh, it up. Oh, he responds to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. yeah. That makes sense. Yes. All right. Yeah. It sounds like the conclusion then, because uh, Omar brought up the, pr- the question is, does anyone care? Do I have to write these people back who uh, wish me happy birthday on Facebook? It sounds like our answer is, it, all of us are saying is no. Don't even worry about it. Look, don't, don't sweat it. I want to stay on record. I think you just do a quick like, get out of there. It's just a hot, hot minute. Oh, what if I take this opportunity and say, hey, thanks for the birthday wishes, y'all. Done. Well, Boom! while you're doing that, maybe plug the DJ company again. <laughs> DJOmarcon.com <laughs> if you enough. want me to DJ any event. Thank Fair you. Enough. Gentlemen, I don't mind telling you, I've never heard a bigger crock of bull crap in my life. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. Two things real quick, guys. Uh, one is we have decided to chloroform beer mug and hold him down and shave his head involuntarily. That's thing one. Uh, and thing two is... We got a memo the other day from corporate. I'd like to just say that um, since HR's on the phone, that we're not going to hold mugs down and shave them. Uh, no, that was clearly a joke. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I forgot we had Maybe HR it's on the, the phone. the wrong time to make that <laughs> statement. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Right, we okay. would never do that. I was, right, just, I was just making a ha-ha. Okay. okay. Uh, who wants to read the memo? Because I know me, that. Me. Okay, please do, because I know that I don't want to have anything to do with this. Subject line, restroom use, common courtesy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Sending out a reminder to please, to please always practice common courtesy when using the bathroom facilities here at work. Please always flush. Oh, I mean, oh, it gets better. And make sure all evidence of your previous actions is properly disposed of. Nobody likes to walk into a stall and see what you just did. Or how much toilet paper is left to be flushed. Thanks. Now, my point is, this happens once, there's no memo. Mm-hmm. This happens five times, she's getting annoyed. Mm-hmm. This happens 20 times, she has to actually send out a memo yeah. about pooping. Whoopie dee scoop. Right? Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Now, what kind of animals right? work at this radio station that don't know something you learned when you were three which is flush a toilet once you're done. I mean, it does seem like it's common sense, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine not doing that. Like, but I think we also grew up with the, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, <laughs> flush it down. Sure. We're in a drought. Maybe that's the situation. Okay, but I don't think, nope. well, we can we can talk to Karina because she's on the phone, but I don't okay. think, it doesn't sound to me like her complaint was, was mellow yellow. I don't think that's what's okay. going on No, here. no. Hey, Karina. Good morning. You wrote the funniest memo. Oh, I have the hardest time putting it together and being very courteous. <laughs> I, I'm sure you did. Now, now, let's first answer Kevin's theory that this has happened dozens of times before you got to the point where you had to put it in our email. Well, I've gotten many complaints. Okay, many complaints. people. And then, funny thing is, right after I sent this email, I walked in to find a surprise of my own. I don't know if it was already there or someone did it to That's a nice me. surprise. Oh, that they no. To spite, to spite you. Spite you. Spite oh. So there's like, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. If it's red, what the hell? <gasps> oh, Karina. What's happening? I hadn't heard that one. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that was my feeling that day. I was livid. Wow. <laughs> so, so, Karina, I mean, I'm going to ask you to play armchair psychiatrist here. What do you think is going on you don't think there's some exhibitionist here who's doing it on pers- purpose this is just somebody being lazy and not paying attention right But how lazy do you have to be to not flush a toilet yeah exactly the other day an employee came to me and she said i went into the large restroom here has about four or five stalls she went into four stalls every single one of them 
was disgusting and not flushed. Oh, and my had gosh. Cut. Yeah. All right. Is it possible that there is something wrong with the plumbing and you flush it and it's just not working effectively somehow? You know, we do L- have Like not enough water pressure. Plumbing. Yeah. So, like, there is uh, – they're kind of like those lighter toilets that – trying to save water or whatever. But there's – you you check and you see, oh, all my toilet – or my uh, – Toilet paper was disposed of or whatever. Right, you right. Any you of that check lingering. it. So you can yeah. do a double flush. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah courtesy flush. the water here, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but All right. these people are just leaving it, like, disgusting. And Dude, their it's... toilet seat covers are on the toilet, just everything. I feel like we need to send Kevin over there is, to wait, is some is, of his interviews. Is this just the ladies' room? <laughs> oh, well... This was just the ladies' room that I had heard, and then right after I sent this email, I got a phone call, and someone was telling me, you haven't even seen the men's room. Oh, the men's oh. way worse. Oh, they're building mountains. Right. What if you know? Oh, and by come the way, on. Right. By the way, that's a good reason to not flush. If you're building the mountain. You want people to see it? Right, you need to add to it. <laughs> okay. Kevin puts his name in it. <laughs> right? I sign it. Um, all right, here's here's the question I've been dying to ask, Karina, and I'm so glad you're on the phone, and that is, do you have any clues as to who the culprits might be? Yeah, is give us any, their names. Is there any Ooh. suspicion out there as to who is a regular abuser of this policy? That can't be bad for you to give us their first and last name. Let's do that. <laughs> I don't have names. Oh. I, I have people that I've been told, well, this person doesn't wash their hands, and that's gross, so that's mm-hmm. another thing. Um, but yeah, I don't When did really... you become the bathroom police? What a horrible job. I'm sorry, why are people talking? It's not a restaurant. Why are people telling you on coworkers that aren't washing their hands? That is That's weird. weird. Hey, Jim didn't wash his hands. Oh, you know, Debbie in accounting? Ew, germy hands. What the hell? Because then you go and you're like opening the same door as that person. Right. And... So just always use a napkin to open the door. I mean, that's probably a good idea. All right, so Karina's a germaphobe. We know that now. (laughs) Um, So you you don't have any suspicions as to who the culprits are here? No. But I did get told by someone that they were forwarded the email and said, this is you. Is that right? Oh, good. All right, that's a nice start. That's a nice start. Because I was going to suggest cameras. Oh, I was about to put someone. I'm going to hire someone to just stand outside the restrooms and an like attendant. <laughs> yes, yeah. and go in immediately and then run after the person. Or right, you have to sign exactly. in when you, you use the restroom. Then he checks after you leave, and he's like, "Oh, number thirty-four, right here." Boom, <laughs> Joe. They bring him to you, the police. Yes. Right. I like it. I'm going to put that on my signature. Do not <laughs> encourage. Do not police. encourage Kevin with the police. <laughs> I love do not the police. <laughs> I want to be a deputy. I don't have anything to do with it. It's my favorite part of the show when they have the crazies on. I know. I feel so guilty for laughing, but it is so funny. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.